Welcome to the REI Foundation Podcast, where we cover all the steps and strategies to make your real estate dreams a reality. Now your hosts, Jason and Peely. Hi, everybody, and welcome again to the REI Foundation Podcast. Today is Multi-Family Monday. Welcome. So we've had a, a lot of feedback uh, asking questions about uh, some smaller properties, uh, basically a triplex or a quadplex or four family. Uh, great opportunities. There's a ton of opportunities out there in a lot of towns or in a lot of areas. You may find that buying smaller properties it allows you a lot more opportunity just based on what's built there. I, I think. And not for nothing, that's how we started. We started Correct. with two duplexes in Indiana. And that's, that's how we got started to the multifamily aspect of our uh, uh, careers. Sure. And so we, we go after larger multifamily. We're doing that for economies of scale so mm-hmm. it can allow us the opportunity to have more staff. However, there's plenty of opportunity in three families, two families, and four families. What you have to remember is that there's a few things here that you must account for just so when you run your numbers, you're making sure that this property actually works out in the back end. So you may have rent, and then you may have your mortgage and you may say, well, great, I'm bringing in a thousand hours of rent every month and $500 is my mortgage. And uh, wow, this looks great. Whoa, back Whoa, up. Back up. <laughs> well, on that fact, make sure that you're looking at the property from an investment standpoint, even if maybe you're going to live in one of these units, because at some point you are more likely going to sell this to another investor and they're going to look at this as an asset. They're not going to be looking at this as a home where, where maybe appreciation or the kitchen you have is going to sell a single family home. Here, it's going to be based on the cash flow. So what you're going to look at here is you're going to look at the property, the rental income it brings in, any other income driver, pet fees, application fees, other, other drivers. And you should treat this like a business. But on the, the most important side, you have to make sure to back out your expenses and your expenses being P-I-T-I, your payment, insurance, taxes, and interest. That now is not where you stop. Past that, you also have to account for repairs. And depending on the age of the property, the size of the property, sometimes people will put a percentage in, 5 to 7%. Um, sometimes people will put a specific dollar amount. Now, past that, you want to put in for capital expenditures. These are not your, your paint carpet. These are the larger ticket items, a roof, a uh, water heater that are not going to happen every year, but may happen every fifth year, may happen every 12th year, 15th year, based on your whole strategy. So you have to dack it in from that. And that can be anywhere from 250, 300 units, what we use for the larger properties. And that can size down based on the age of the property. Now, so we have repairs, we have CapEx and vacancy. Because if you look at it, if someone moves out one month right there, that, that's about an 8% vacancy. Yes. And if you're thinking that you're going to be able to have someone move out and a tenant move right back in the next day, well, you, you better rethink just that whole scenario unless you're in a very driven market where, where renters are basically begging to find a property. You have to take into account the time you actually have the property down, marketing the property and other. And don't forget your management fees. I mean, I know if this is your first duplex, triplex, fourplex, you're thinking, oh, I can manage this by myself. Well, maybe maybe next year, maybe five years down the road, you have 10 fourplexes. That's 40 doors. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be wanting, wanting to manage 40 doors? So you want to take into account that fee from the very beginning. So you're already backed into that. Correct. And so if you're putting that money in, say at, at the end of that, you're still cash flowing $100, $200 a door and that meets your investment criteria, 
perfect. It's a great investment. And remember, if you're paying that management fee, uh, you may be taking that at the end of the year if you're managing it. But you want to build that in, like Pilly said, just so year five, year 10, when you don't want to manage this anymore because you've moved to Texas or Arizona or wherever you've moved, you now can hire a manager at the proper rate to take over this property and you'll still cash flow the same. It's fantastic. It's yeah, anything else? Nope. Keep asking us questions. We uh, love to hear from you. Yes, please. You can go on to the REI Foundation podcast Facebook page. Also reach out to us at uh, Jason or Peely at yerusiholdings.com and have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. Actually, so. Where are we? Oh, it's Monday. Oh my gosh. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Monday. Happy Monday. This is the REI Foundation podcast with Jason and Pee Wee. Have a great day. Bye now. Thanks for tuning into the REI Foundation podcast. Check back next time for more awesome tips and strategies to launch your new you in real estate.